in the work that I did as sporting teams, I'd often ask people if I saw their energy waning, their passion waning, I'll say it, I'll bring it up. You don't seem to be as focused right now. You don't seem to be as happy right now. Is everything okay? And the reason I'm asking the question is because I care and I want you to be motivated. I want you to be happy. And if it looks like you're not going to be happy here or no longer motivated here, if there's another place we can put you or a way we can reignite your passion, we will. But if we can't, we have a mission as a church. And most churches and dioceses are under-resourced. So to carry people who don't carry passion, motivation, and capacity is hard because it impacts negatively impacts the mission. Welcome to the Huntley Leadership Podcast, helping leaders be a positive catalyst in the people they support, the organizations they serve, and the communities they live. This podcast will make you think, laugh, and grit your teeth with new determination to make your parish or business a place of transformation, passion, and purpose. If you're still breathing, you are powered for impact. Being called into ministry can be exciting. It's a lot of fun. But when that ministry starts to come to an end or being called out of ministry, that can be confusing. Sometimes can leave us hurt. My name is Ron Huntley. Welcome to the Huntley Leadership Podcast. I'm your host today, and I want to talk to you about a very difficult subject, and that is getting called out of ministry. Truly, getting called into ministry is so much fun. Oftentimes, a lot of prayer and discernment goes into it. It's exciting to know that God might be calling you to use your gifts and strengths along with a pastor and his team to, to go on a mission. But you know, as an employer, it's tough hiring. It's tough to find the right fit for the right job. And we don't always make the right decisions. And if I'm the one being hired or you're the one being hired and we're not a good fit from the start, we can spend a lot of time and energy trying to make it right. It doesn't always work out. And sometimes that employment, that ministry opportunity comes to an end. And that hurts. It's hard. It's hard on everybody. It's not easy for the employer. And it's not easy for the person who shifted what they were doing to answer what they thought was a call, only to find out that it wasn't a good fit, whether it wasn't a good fit because of your abilities or that person's abilities, or whether it wasn't a good fit from a personality perspective on a team. I want to talk to you about that. I want to break that down a little bit, both as an employer and as an employee, because I think there's ways that we can do it well, or at least minimize the pain and the damage, because the worst thing that can happen is people lose their faith. And I've seen it happen. And it's heartbreaking. People very engaged, very involved, get hurt. I just stopped going to church. I know nobody would intend to do that. I don't think anybody thinks that's a good idea. But sometimes that can be the result. And nobody wants that. So let's talk about it from a few different angles. Let's say that that person isn't a good fit. I want to say to you that there have been times in my life where I've stayed on in roles longer than I probably should have 
I'm thinking in particular industry. We're staying on with a company longer than I should have. I got paid well. I had to support my family. It was a good job. It was a great career. I knew it was coming to an end, but I ignored the signs and thought maybe just maybe I could squeak my way through and everything would be okay. It wasn't okay. That job came to an end and it hurt. It was a surprise ending. It wasn't my choice. It was hard. It left me in a very vulnerable position. And sometimes when you lose your livelihood, it can really tackle your identity and put you in a crisis. And I just want you to know I know how that feels. But that was a valuable lesson for me because I realized God was talking to me two years ahead of that job coming to an end. I knew I should have left if I was honest, but I didn't because I was married to the paycheck. And that's very understandable. But also I was putting my trust in money and not in God because God was letting me know very clearly that it was time to go. I think sometimes in ministry, it can be that way too. We know that our utility, our usefulness, our mission, our zeal, whatever it is, is coming to an end. Maybe things are shifting the way things are done or changing, and we don't want to change, or we're not willing to change, or maybe we don't have the capacity to change. And so we're just going to hang on and hope nobody notices when we know for sure that's not true. And then what can happen is it can start to, we can start to isolate ourselves or feel like we don't fit in. And we just blame everybody else when we know full well, if we took that to prayer and we're honest, God may very well be calling you out of ministry. Now, I want you to know something as hard as that is as an employee, and it is hard. It's just as hard as an employer because most employers don't want to tell you it's time to go. That's a hard thing to do. Nobody wants to hurt someone's feelings. And so it's a really sticky situation. It takes a very big person, a very mature person to go, you know what? In my prayer, God is telling me it might be time to go. In the work that I did as sporting teams, I'd often ask people if I saw their energy waning, their passion waning, I'll say it, I'll bring it up. You don't seem to be as focused right now. You don't seem to be as happy right now. Is everything okay? And the reason I'm asking the question is because I care and I want you to be motivated. I want you to be happy. And if it looks like you're not going to be happy here or no longer motivated here, if there's another place we can put you or a way we can reignite your passion, we will. But if we can't, we have a mission as a church. And most churches and dioceses are under-resourced. So to carry people who don't carry passion, motivation, and capacity is hard because it impacts negatively impacts the mission. And so I would just bring it up. I'd talk about it regularly. I wouldn't let it drag for long periods of time. And that's where having regular meetings, a structure where people are supported with regular meetings is so important because the earlier you catch that shift of passion or capacity or desire the better the conversation is, because then you can bring it up again and again and again if things don't change. And again, it's, it's not to cast blame, but it's to acknowledge a reality. And I think it, it takes courage to do that, but I think it's the loving thing to do, is to speak into reality. I can't help but notice you don't seem as passionate anymore. Are you okay? 
are you starting to lose your sense of purpose in this role? Is there another, is there another place that you think you might be suited? And or it's okay if your future isn't here. If there's if God's calling you to another chapter of your life and it's not here, it's okay. You can tell me. I want to help you land in your next position that you can get excited about. You don't owe us anything. We care about you and we care that you're thriving. And it's okay not to work in this ministry role for the rest of your life. Those are the types of conversations I would have regularly with my staff because I didn't want to hold anything over them. They didn't owe us anything. We love them. It's freedom. It should be freedom working in the church. Or at least that was my vision for people's roles there. And that's freedom for them to not feel like they have to pretend to stay forever. But also, I needed them to know that that we have a mission and we have a responsibility to do everything we can to accomplish what it is we're setting out to do. And so I need the best of them most days. <laughs> Everybody goes through ups and downs. It's never a slave driver, but at the same time, I did want to keep people motivated and, and just to address reality as it came up. And so they knew what the expectations are, and we could have real, honest conversations. I've been in situations where it was time for people to go. And they, like me, were holding on longer than they should have. One person was aware of it and through their discernment was able to say, you're right, Ron, I have lost my passion. I'm going to pray about it. And if I can't get to the answer bottom of it, I'm going to move on. And I was so grateful for that. And they did move on and we could celebrate all the things they brought to our church and the ministry and help them transition out. They could keep their head held high and be able to come back and um, enjoy the staff and the parishioners without any sense of shame or hurt. And I've been in other situations where people haven't seen it. And that's hard on everybody because we had to move them on. And that's hurtful and that's challenging. And so I think it's fair to ask ourselves every now and again, where do I want to be in five years? Do I see myself here with this team in this role. And if you don't, that's okay. Start praying into that, talking to God about it, discerning it. You're not going to want to overstay. You're welcome. Best way to leave is on your terms with a sense of intentionality. But what happens when you get blindsided? What happens when you didn't see it coming? That's hard. I think the tendency in those situations is to blame everybody else. <laughs> and that's fair. If you're blindsided, you're not going to see it coming, despite what other people may have felt was signs or making comments or having conversations, but it just wasn't getting picked up. Or maybe it is just an absolute blindside. But I think anytime that happens, and if that happens, as hurtful as it is, bring that pain straight to your prayer, straight to God. Accept the situation. If you need to get some help from HR or things like that, that's very understandable. You have to take care of 
yourself and your family. So that's all um, professional and understandable. Be very quick to ask the Holy Spirit what he has to say about your situation. Be willing to forgive and let go. The quicker you can do that, the easier it is to keep your head held high. You may be working for somebody that's a little unscrupulous, whose values you don't share and whose way of dealing with people isn't very nice and very kind. I don't expect you to necessarily like the way they do things or put their name up for promotion or employer of the year. <laughs> there's, there's a fair amount of broken people in positions of authority that don't deal with people particularly well. But that's their problem, not yours. And sometimes they are put in positions of authority and, and make decisions that can negatively impact you. But boy, the quicker you can give that over to God and let that go and put your trust in God, not in that person's ability to change or change their mind. I think the quicker you heal, the easier it is to move on and the faster you'll land on your feet in your next role. Interesting conversation, isn't it? Not everybody stays in their ministry role for the rest of their life. Sometimes you feel like it's time to go. Sometimes other people may feel like it's time for you to go. It's something that needs to be discerned. Hopefully, if you have a healthy work environment, you can have these conversations from time to time to see if people are enjoying what they're doing, see themselves being here in the next couple of years, and if not, what's their trajectory? Those are reasonable conversations within church ministry, whether you work at a diocesan level or at a parish. I wanted to have this conversation with you guys as a way of not having a definitive HR response to dealing with these things, but perhaps just an opportunity to broach a, a difficult conversation or, or a tricky topic. Maybe this is something that will cause you to reflect. And this is just as appropriate for people that are working in industry as it is ministry. But for some reason, it can be a little harder when you're in ministry. Sometimes you it, you do think you're going to be there for the rest of your life. And I know for myself, I've come in and out of different roles at different times. and Some of it's been less painful than others. But every time there's a lesson, and every time God's calling me closer to himself, and every time there's things for me to learn, <laughs> if I'll only take the time to stop blaming others and reflect on myself, my attitudes, my behaviors, and, and God constantly calling us to learn. As my friend Wayne always says, don't waste a good crisis. If things are coming to an end or coming to a close, pray into it. Reflect on it. Get better because of it. But don't hang on to resentments and bitterness. Even if the other person was 100% in the wrong, if there's nothing you can do about it, you're better off letting them go, forgiving them, and putting your faith in God's plans for your life. 
I hope this has been helpful. It's a relatively short podcast. Please write to me if you've had some experiences that are good, bad, or indifferent. I'd love to hear from you and, and hear your stories because there's so much to learn from one another. But we want churches and dioceses to be healthy places to work. And it's hard to stay have a healthy team when people are overstaying their time of fruitfulness in their ministry. We need as lay people to, to take responsibility for where we're at in our life cycle of, of fruitfulness in our ministries and know when to step down and not always put it on our employers to have to have those conversations. Pray about it. Be obedient to God. And let's strive to have healthy workplaces in churches and dioceses and do our best to do the very mission that God's calling us to. I hope today's been helpful. Go to HuntleyLeadership.com and click on Connect With Us. Tell us your story. Actually, subscribe to our newsletter. Follow us on social media. We love to be in conversation with you. I learn just as much from you. If you learn anything from me, I learn just as much from you. So continue to stay in touch. Thank you for following and rating the podcast. It all helps. God bless you. And thank you for the work that you do. I want to encourage you as you lead this week, be faithful to God and generous to others. See you next time. And remember, if you're still breathing, you are powered for impact.